Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and dataglennsmith.com. Warren Radio is now on these platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcasts, that's a new one for us. Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Deezer, Spotify, and Anchor. And do not miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Prophetic End Time Shaking and Division Prophetic end time is revealed by the continual shaking of nations, dividing of people, and tearing down of principalities. Discern signs amidst the times. When dealing with signs, wonders, prophecies, and plain good sage teachings from the apostles, one must pay attention. I refer to biblical values. In this context, we address efforts to discern times. The apocalypse waits for no one. The apocalypse waits or does it? While the world marches on in all its faint-hearted glory, the apocalypse will wait for none of them. The latest posts on warn-usa.com Secret World, Secrets of God and Men, Part 8 on Sound of Shofar. Secret Worlds brings us to the table prophecy and the Word of God. There is the Word of God, and it is something anyone can read. However, Scripture is full of warning and admonitions. Leviathan Judgment, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 57 on Battle Lines. Leviathan Judgment enters into the realm of prophecy and the end of days. Many of the powers and principalities that were in Isaiah are still here today. Be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising details the takeover of America. There is danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk. He who opposes rises. Believers overcome by faith. We continue the story of Mac, a former Black Ops sniper. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can Mac save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to Dana Glenn Smith. And you can visit our Christian books, or books and resource shop where we feature the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's 
Greetings, Dana, and welcome to Thursday Night Battle Lines with the Watchmen in Tower. Here we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are Bless in. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's hard to believe we're in January. Mm-hmm. Sure and, is. uh, you know, here it is the 5th, and they still haven't uh, sworn in the new crop of people that got elected. It's such a circus. Yeah, well, the circus is trying to get uh, a speaker. Yeah. And so, at any rate, I'll let you find out on your own, because uh, I'm frankly not really following it. And, uh, you know, we've had so much nonsense. It's just hard to believe, you know, and I was thinking about this, that, you know, uh, there are a number of countries, quite a few, almost all of them, are having trouble. Yeah. And Israel's having trouble. Did you know, I, I told you um, the other day or so that they had real conservatives on uh, in their government now, along with the left wing, you know, totally opposite people in the same government. Yeah. Well, apparently the people that they have in there, they want to start up animal sacrifices on the Temple Mount. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I, I've been looking, looking for that to be done in, in a real manner. So we're really looking for the temple to be built. There's a lot of signs right now about the day and age we're in. Yes. And uh, the way America is and all the trouble it's having and just everything in general, um, we are looking, you know, not at everything going away. It's going to exponentially increase. That's what it really looks like. And uh, a lot of these nations, you know, have got along for a long time. And now, even though Israel wants to do sacrifice, and, and, <clears throat> and they want to do a Passover sacrifice is what they want to do. You know, and this is the first of the year, so that's yeah. that's natural. And that's coming up. <clears throat> but, you know, they don't have a temple to do it in. Or nothing. So, and they have been doing sacrifices. I think they're using chickens and various things. Uh, but uh, they really can't follow the law. They, they do have a lot of the stuff, but they don't have the temple yet. And that's really what we're looking at as has to be there um, eventually, uh, when we talk about the arrival of the dark one and the deception and the tribulation, um, so we, we expect to see a, a temple or the plans of a temple and to get this thing on, on board. And of course, America is being threatened as never before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it is so divided. There's a lot of things here that point to the fact that America you know, is on the verge of falling, it, you know, and most people will say, well, it's not that close, but, it, you know, when we say falling, it could be a while, uh, because we don't know the, the exact uh, dates of this, but we can see the signs, you know, just like the That's turning right. of the leaves in the fall, yeah. and we, we see the season of big prophetic things occurring that's going to affect the global world. And, and that's really uh, where we're at right now. Make no mistake about it. It's a good time for you to start thinking about um, some very big trouble. If you're if you're in America, um, everything that uh, that's been coming across my desk, and, and there are some real, um, real good uh, uh, sources that uh, we have. Of course, my main source is the Lord. And I've been warning uh, America, along with Tower, uh, and uh, this year marks our 25th year of this ministry. And we've been warning America. We began to warn. Uh, that's what we were called to do, to warn and, and tell people to prepare themselves. And now in the 25th year, we're still doing the same message, but it's closer. 
Yes, it is. And of course, you could say, well, of course it is. 25 years have passed. Well, the bottom line of it is, one day of the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. So 25 years isn't exactly many of the days of the Lord. I mean, you know, really. So the Eternal One, you know, he has a schedule, and it'll happen according to his uh, his schedule. <clears throat> He has everything under control, and he's got a timeline down. Yes, he does. You know, but I find that interesting, especially with a lot of the things that uh, have been coming in uh, just in the first few days of uh, this year. And the fact that, uh, you know, what is happening in America and how everything fell apart because, uh, you know, Biden's in there. You know, Biden's taken a lot of slack. I mean, a lot of flack, rather. Um, but he was a perfect uh, dupe, if you want to call him that, uh, to bring him into this and use him uh, to do the dirty work. While the ones that are really behind this are doing the manipulating behind the scenes. So don't think Biden thought all this up by himself. He didn't. He is being controlled. There are controllers there. We know that. Many people know that. Um, but uh, we don't know exactly who they are. We think we know who they are. Um, I know who one is, one or two or three of them. Uh, I can say that with confidence. But uh, the, main, the, the main controller, you know, God is in control. And he's the one that we're, that, that we're concerned about right now and uh, what the Spirit is saying to us. And the Spirit says to be prepared even more than you have been. Keep your eyes open. Pay attention to what's going on. And there's a lot of wickedness. There's a lot of murders. You, you know, Tower, that's another thing we could talk some time about, and that's about the murders that's been going on in oh. this country. Yes, over the last, they've gone, the murder rate's gone up exponentially in the last couple years or so. Well, you know, and then like when I was uh, telling you about that young woman who was pregnant, she was with her dad in a car and they were going to get mom a birthday present so they could all go to the party yeah. together. And a car came up alongside them and it looked like it was intentional. It looks like they... According to the sources, they said that, uh, you know, pulled up and, and it looked like it was a regular, you know, this is what they, the car they wanted. And because they were, they were hit right there. I don't know why they wanted that, but then uh, it was the young woman that was pregnant. She was killed, shot multiple times and killed her and the baby. And, horrible. you know, she's a beautiful young uh, she, she had blonde hair. She was Hispanic. But it's just like, you know, why do you people have to do that? And it's the same thing. This guy that killed those poor college students. And that was, what, Idaho? Where was that at? Yes, Moscow. Yeah, Moscow, Idaho. Okay. And, you know, what... what what is exactly going on here? And the one thing is there is a spirit of uncleanness uh, and there is tremendous uh, demonic, um, uh, you know, uh, work going on active in America today and the world. Uh, and so they can influence people to do things. And the only defense there is and that is you must be born again by the Spirit of God. You must know the Lord, walk in Him, and you can rebuke and bind, and you can call out uh, things, and you can uh, command healings. You may not think you can do this, and I'm here to tell you, you can't. And so when we talk about the end of days, it's a little bit different than the days we've had. We're talking about a God that will take care of His people. It doesn't mean Christians ain't going to die. But it does mean that there is deliverances, there is signs, there is miracles, there's wonders, there's things that are going to be going on. There's going to be real evil, the evil of the evil. If you've ever uh, thought of evil, uh, you know, you can feel evil just like you can feel the evil of darkness. And uh, so it's important. Wake up. 
<laughs> Amen. And so today we are in Isaiah. Isaiah 51. Yeah. And okay. so. Okay. Arm of the Lord brings us to part 155. It is here the miraculous deliverance of Judah. The restoration of Zion and other prophetic events collide in this chapter. The upfront focus is on Judah. Zion's hope lays in the Lord's God. It is the arm of the Lord which is in might and power is brought forth in this chapter. We find both hope and prophecy coming together with scriptures and events that today many continue to experience or hope in a future that is brightly filled with God's presence. Join us for the power-filled show for January 2023. There is hope, for in the Lord we do stand. And now back to you. Yes, we are here at the beginning of uh, 2023. And at no time is this more relevant than it is now. And the title for the show, of course, Tower told you, but the arm of the Lord. And when we talk about the arm of the Lord, and it's really neat when you talk about the arm of the Lord, because that's a figure of speech you'll find <clears throat> in Scripture, where an active uh, miracle uh, work on behalf of the Lord uh, is being carried out. And the arm of the Lord, for instance, uh, the arm of the Lord to deliver Judah was his anointed Cyrus. And God called him specifically for that, and he was his anointed to proceed and get things done for the Lord. And, and God used him. And uh, he helped uh, the Jews to uh, rebuild Jerusalem, rebuild the temple. Uh, they, he, you know, they were delivered totally from Babylon. Uh, Babylon was brought down low in judgment by the same uh, man. Uh, we can see that the arm of the Lord for salvation was Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And the Lord, you know, Jesus, Yahshua, was and is still today the arm of the Lord for the end of days and what we are. And when you look back in Revelation chapter 1, you'll see that he is referred to as the Almighty. So God does work that way with the arm of the Lord. And in Isaiah 51, this one specifically, we use that phrase, the arm of the Lord in this section, because of what is going on. Now, <clears throat> This prophecy, and before I read it, it's addressed to those that uh, are striving after the right kind of life and seeking Jehovah. And, and of course, this comes at, uh, at the end of their deliverance from Babylon. And it wasn't easy. There was a lot of things that had to be done, and a lot of the children of Israel, uh, you know, had to be refreshed as far as the law and what they had to do. They'd been living in, in Babylon, and they were captive. Uh, and so this addresses a lot of stuff, and it's those who are, they've been delivered, they're striving after the right kind of life and seeking the Lord. And it's not unlike today, the believers today. You know, you better be striving after the right kind of life, and that is seeking, you know, the Lord and getting in his word, uh, having received him, uh, John 1, and being born again to the Spirit, John 3, uh, and of course, uh, the unity chap chapter, John 15, where um, he is the vine, we are the branches. And then get into First John 1 where we are to walk in the light as he is in the light. 
and then understand the confession of sins in Romans uh, 3 through 7. These are just a few of the scriptures to help you. But in Isaiah here, this, this is what it's about. I mean, when you bring a people out of bondage and you deliver them, you know, they went into bondage originally, the ones that uh, are probably by now dead and passed on. There might be a few of them left, but it would be their children who would have seen the deliverance or their children's children. And, uh, and the thing of it is, this particular scripture, uh, the first one, refers to Abraham. And, of course, Abraham in this section is the rock from where they were hewn because that's where they came out of. When we get in the New Testament, uh, we, will cover, we, we will cover a little more about a lot of that. Um, and Zion is also uh, the mother of Israel here, uh, the counterpart to Sarah. Um, and, of course, Sarah and Abraham... Uh, the promised child, of course, was uh, through Isaac. And Ishmael was not the promised one. But yet God did promise Ishmael that he would take care of him. And Ishmael himself had 12, uh, 12 tribes under him, just like Isaac did. And, uh, of course, the brothers had a little bit of trouble. And even to this day, they've had trouble. And, of course... That's where Trump came in and actually put together what we call the Abrahamic Accords, where they uh, declare peace between the brothers, which is uh, really prophetic. And most people, uh, you know, didn't see that at all. Uh, and many of the Democrats hated Trump so much that you can't even talk to him. And that's really been the problem in America. The The stick in America's eye is the hatred that they had for Trump. And all he wanted to do was make America great. That's all he wanted to do. And, uh, and if you ever wonder how come we're so screwed up now, it's because, you know, Trump tried to make America great again, and they fought him every step of the way, and they even tried to get him... Uh, they impeached him twice. They tried to get him thrown in jail. They they lied about him. The FBI got involved and found things about him. So, so this is what happens when you have a society that is collapsing. It's weak. Uh, and all you have are people that plot amongst themselves in order to take down their goal. And this person the person trying to help them. And if you were in the time of Israel, the one thing you would want is someone to help you. You wouldn't want someone to plot against you and stop you from trying to make Israel and Zion a better place. You know, that's stupid, but that's what America is doing. And that's what America has done. And the, the Democrats were a major part of that. Now, you see, Israel has her own enemies even today. And so when you put together one of the major signs that we have in the end days, and that is the extraordinary sign of the shaking of nations and the trouble of nations that we have today. And and there is a lot there. And we have uh, rumors of wars and wars. We, we have uh, a lot of things on the horizon of nations that are getting ready to do it. You can uh, look at uh, North Korea, who has uh, new nukes and uh, new missiles that they're preparing. Uh, you can see Putin who has a new type of rocket and a nuke that uh, actually can go faster than anything's ever been built. He's boasted about it. Uh, you can see Israel now that uh, uh, is trying to get back and, and actually get back to doing some of the feasts, uh, I mean, uh, the sacrifices and things. So everything is lining up as we look at it. And again, Isaiah 51 uh, thus saith the Lord where is the bill of your mother's divorcement whom I have put away or which of my creditors is it to whom I have sold you you know and he's asking the question here you know did your mother divorce me you know or did I divorce your mother? Where, where, where is the proof of that? Where is the legal standing for that? 
or which of my creditors did I did I sell you to? See, these are questions. Behold, your iniquities have you sold yourself, and for your transgressions is your mother put away. So in both of these, he puts it back on the, the, your mother's divorcement. I mean, suddenly, all of, you know, you're in Israel. You know, you're the children of God. Everything is going well. The problem of it is you have corrupted uh, the priesthood. You've corrupted Israel. Uh, you, you've corrupted the following of the law. You've done everything, uh, and you've defiled the name of the Lord. And so the transgressions, and you know, for your iniquities, the sins, out and out sins, and the transgressions, these are when you actually sin. You can have a transgression, or you can have iniquity. You can be a thief all the time, but then all of a sudden you, you transgress. In other words, you do something uh, on purpose, or even by accident. You do it, and you make it a habit. Well, Israel had a habit. Uh, in, in this part, uh, Judah, um, before they went into captivity, they were passing their children through the fire to Moloch and doing a lot of other things, uh, sacrifices to the Queen of Heaven, etc., etc. This is not the kind of a, uh, a people that you would expect uh, to be doing since uh, their ancestors go clear back to Abraham and uh, we have uh, a history of Moses and uh, Caleb and Joshua and many other uh, past and David himself and Solomon you know Israel has the storied history of great leaders and the presence of God in miracles but yet when you fall away you fall a long way and it's hard to get back and and that's a lesson for America to learn because if we do fall if they don't get things straightened out because they've already done a lot of things to destroy this country and these are policies that are put together in order to bring America down and to get them in part of the globalist regime that that uh, Klaus Schwab through the WEF is doing and various other organizations of whom uh, George Soros himself supports and so these are all the various powers that are putting together a globalist uh, world order uh, along with a currency that is uh, it's not currency <laughs> it's uh, money you can't see it's digital and it's online and so by doing that they can control you and eventually it'll get to the point where you have to have the mark of the beast in order to buy and sell yeah. and uh, that that's where this is all heading and it won't head in the way that Soros thought it won't head in the way that uh, most of the leaders of the nations think because there is one great leader that's coming and it's only to him that has been given to do this and he's going to show up in the scene it'll be a great delusion you can read a little bit of it out in, in what Paul describes in 2 Thessalonians, Thessalonians chapter 2. He talks about a delusion because the people have rejected the love of the truth. That is the Father loving the Son and loving us that he sent his only begotten Son to die on our cross. It is the gospel. It's the Son of God. It's our Father. It's the Spirit of God. It's the Word of God. It's everything that God has done. That is the love of the truth even today. And... Uh, so you see a lot of these things they're in action right now they're going right now and so when we talk about Israel you know we are in a place where Israel is still here today Israel is back in Zion they're in Jerusalem uh, they have some of the same enemies uh, including Iran but <laughs> it's a funny thing about Iran because it was Iran under Cyrus uh, which actually was bigger than just the Iran is now. And, uh, you know, he's the one that delivered uh, Israel in the first place. And he defeated their enemy. But today, Iran is an enemy and wants to destroy this Israel. So Israel is back in the land. And the enemies have not changed that much. And we got the Gentile nations who have seen the great light of prophecy where God prophesies and tells 
Israel that the Gentiles will come to the Messiah and they will know him. And uh, so that this is all fulfilled. And so for your iniquities you sold yourself and for your transgressions your mother was put away. The mother here of course is Zion. They, they lost uh, Jerusalem and all their holdings. When you go into captivity that's what happens. If America falls down D.C. isn't going to be there. You know um, uh, Yellowstone and uh, the Grand Canyon and many of the things that we relish in America aren't American, won't be American anymore. They'll be, you know, either destroyed or still running. But I can tell you that once you lose this ability to govern and protect your land and your people, and most assuredly it happens when that people, like America, in the beginning knew the Lord God and uh, the people that came here then came here because they had been facing persecution from the Church of England and from England itself. So they came here to avoid the persecution. Then the king started sending more people here, and that is troops and things, to take up arms and collect taxes because he didn't want them to get away. It's about money. And in time, there was a war and the uh, colonists won and Great Britain was kicked out but you see if you lose all that history if you lose that where in the beginning these people wanted to assuredly follow the Lord God and even Jesus Christ I have got the quotes of our forefathers I, I have looked at them, studied them, read them and uh, we know who was here in the beginning we know what they believed and they were not pagan they were not Muslim they were not Hindus they were Christians that's who came to this country now it doesn't mean that Muslims and Jews and others didn't come here eventually but we know what started this country and America was one of the first countries to even start doing something about slavery above and beyond any other nation and a lot of the stuff that you hear on social media about America and even about Israel is wrong because this country, this world is filled with people who lie, who've been taught falsely. And you got entire generations of kids and young people that are blinded. And we call them woke, but they're not woke. They're blinded. They're young. They think they're right. They're stubborn. They're persistent. They don't want to give up. And if they get their wish, they will go into captivity. They don't know that once you destroy this land at the rate it's going and what is happening, you will go into some kind of captivity and be taken over. And you will not be happy with what you have. And you have sown iniquity and you have reaped the whirlwind, America. And it's time for you to wake up. Because if God will do this to his own people, and that's what this is, we are in part 155. That's 155 hours alone of just teaching this. And then if you add another 155 hours of studying it, writing it down, getting it prepared, but I can assure you it takes a lot more than that. So you can see just that alone in what we're covering in Isaiah. There's a lot of prophetic stuff here. There's a lot of warnings to this current society. In almost every chapter we go in, we can find warnings that are pertinent to America and to this world. This screams from the beginning of the book to the end of the book that you need to consider the Lord God and consider that he will only play along with your lies and your foolishness so long. He will begin to bring you back to him. But when you reject it, when you come against him, then you're going to find the wrath. You're going to find the end not so happy. So in order to be happy, repent. Make it easy on yourself. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> number one, by the time they got done, it was as if you know, their mother was divorced from the blessings of God. They lost everything. So if Israel did have creditors, 
they they wound up owning everything in Israel, and Israel lost everything. But it was about iniquities and on purpose transgressions. They wouldn't listen. They continued to sin. But you see, the thing of it is, is that the the real sad part of this is as Albert Brooks says that he had taken the Lord God had taken Abraham and Sarah from a distant land and formed them into a great people and a nation for his own purpose and he brought them out of that and Israel grew to a good nation a large nation and the peak of it was during Solomon but now they've been sent into captivity and the whole crux here is simply that I'm the one that brought you out I had made a promise to Abraham my faithful servant and I made you a great nation I brought you out you didn't even know where to go but I brought you out I delivered you by my power from the Egyptians I brought you into the land. I, I went before you and defeated your enemies. And you got to have Jerusalem, Zion. You got to have your temple. You did your worship. You saw the glory of God on the mount. See, and I did all of that, and I can also bring you out of captivity. And that, that's really the whole thing here, is that you're not lost. You sinned, you paid your due, and I've restored you. And so, so he was going to be able to raise them up from captivity and make them again a great people. In Matthew 9, this is one thing that uh, the scripture says, And think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Now this was a big deal because the children of Israel, although they said they were of Abraham, and <laughs> you know they didn't follow it. They themselves didn't follow the law. At the time the Lord came. And. Uh, and so when the Lord. Went through. Jerusalem one time. On the foal. The colt of an ass. Everybody was yelling and screaming. Hosanna to the king. And he rode through there. But the righteous Pharisees and the temple priests and all were jealous of him because the people were going after him. And they were afraid that they would lose, you know, their standing with the Roman Empire. They would lose their land, their temple, and everything. And they didn't like the people praising God for you know this Messiah that was going through the streets at that time Yahshua Jesus and that's why the Lord brings that up that God is able to raise up children unto Abraham he can take a stone and make a a children, you know, children, people. <laughs> you know, there's nothing that can stop him. And so, in in the in the same token, when we're talking about what we've been talking about, they're over in Babylon. Looks like there's no hope, but God is able to raise them up. If He can raise stones up as children unto Abraham he can raise up 
Jude again as the child of God, as, as those inheritors of our Father and our God. He is able to put them back where they are, were before in the blessing. In verse 1 of that, Hearken unto me, and look unto the... Hearken unto me. In other words, look to the God. You know, they were to look to the God of their fathers. You that follow after righteousness, that is, seeking righteousness, and ye that seek the Lord, you fear the Lord, you seek Him, you go after Him. And see, when you begin to seek Him and look to Him, you're going to be be able to find where you were taken from. Because as you repent and as you look to the Lord and seek Him with all your heart, you're going to find Him there. You're going to find yourself there. And that that is where you belong. That is who you really are. You know, the devil works overtime, and so do people, to try to decry Christianity and faith and who you really are. You're not that person in the mirror. You're the person on the inside. You're the person that God wants in glory. You're the person that God made a way for you to be redeemed and forgiven. And see, sometimes we can't see those things. And so he says, if you're going to listen to me, and if you're going to follow after righteousness... You need to see that you came out of me. And when I sent you away, you were in the pit for your sins. It's a lesson. But I came back to rescue you because your judgment was over. I had mercy on you when no one else would have mercy. And they are urged to look unto the rock from where they are hewn. And they, of course, it's obvious they came out of Abraham and the covenant. And uh, Abraham sought the Lord and God blessed Abraham but see here Abraham is that milepost where they see Abraham and God's going to be close to him because God blessed Abraham and so they came out of the loins these are the generations of Abraham that God revealed himself to he didn't reveal him to the Gentiles He didn't reveal himself to them. He revealed himself unto the children of Abraham, but to Abraham first. And so we talk about obedience and things. I wanted to put some stuff in here. You know, and and especially in a nation like America, we are lawless. You know, we, we really are, folks. And we don't mind killing babies in abortion, just cold-blooded murder. We have a lot of murders on the street in America now. People don't seem to care. And there's so much wickedness that people have seen so much of it, they're not even moved to tears anymore. So in Matthew 7:24, Whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Now, of course, that rock is Jesus Christ. See, the children of Israel, that rock that bore them was Abraham. But see, in the new covenant, The Lord, you know, and you can find this in John 1. 
He went to his own, and his own received him not. But to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to those that believe on his name, who are born by the will of God and not by the flesh. You're born again of the Spirit. And so you have this. And see, that's really what we're looking at today, sons of God. Romans 9.33, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone, a rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Now see, the Lord in Matthew 7 said, Whoever hears my sayings and does them will be like a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Who is that rock? That rock is the Lord. Because he is the stumbling stone and rock of offense. This is where the children of Israel have trouble understanding and believing in him. Moreover, brethren, this is 1 Corinthians 10, 1 through 4. I would not that you should be ignorant how all of our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. That's where we are today as Christians, as believers in Yahshua, we are standing on that rock in these last days. That rock is Yahshua, Jesus Christ. And it's in his hands that all things have been given. As he just like the children of Israel, in where it says, Hearken unto me, you that follow after righteousness, you that seek the Lord, look under the rock which you are hewn. In other words, look back. It's not just out of Abraham, but if you move from Abraham forward, you see a people that were blessed. They had their own temple. They had their own peep. They had their own army. They, they raised their own crops. They were wealthy during the time of Solomon. Uh, Israel was one of the most sought after nations on the face of this earth it was in glory and so if you look at Israel today they are hated on every corner just about and the UN works constantly to try to destroy them or bring them down in verse 2 of that it said uh, Look unto Abraham your father and to Sarah that bear you, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. You see, and this is where when we look at this, it's interesting because Abraham believed God. Abraham wasn't under the law yet. I mean, he wasn't under the law at all. Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness' sake. That's Galatians 3.6. James 2.23 says, Abraham believed God and is imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. So you find the very scriptures that we, we see today that are New Testament, you, you, you find them uh, referring, and they're found in, you know, in the Torah. They're found in the prophets. You know, you cannot deny the presence of the Lord in all these things right now. Just like today with what we see going on, you will not be able to deny the hand of the Lord in everything that's going on. And you're not going to like everything that's going on. But God is here, and he's here to get his people the ones who seek him and look to him and to get them out and to judge the wicked and to create a place for his people to be it's not always going to be God in heaven and us down here and when you look at Israel look at the people's relationship and Israel's relationship to God. 
and you will tire by trying to look through and find all of the prophets, all of the priests, all of the people who truly sought this God. And you'll be amazed at what God did to manifest himself to Israel. Because there was a lot of things going on. That's why we have the book of Kings. And you have the major prophets and there's the minor prophets. You have the Torah. That's all relationship between man and God. And you get in the New Testament written by the apostles. That's the new covenant. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am the Lord, I change not, he said. And I'm trying to see here, we're in verse 3. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all of her waste places. He will make her wilderness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found there of thanksgiving in the voice of melody. Now see, he's comforting Zion because Zion has been desolate. The children of Israel have been in captivity for 70 years. And the only Jews that were there were the poor who were keeping the place up for a while until the rest of them showed up. And so Zion would be comforted. Her waste places would become planted again. What had become a wilderness would become like Eden. And her deserts would be like the garden of the Lord. And where there was sadness and crying and mourning, there would be joy and gladness. There would be thanksgiving and the voice of melody dancing and rejoicing in the Lord. And I can tell you that the judgment of God on America is not going to be happy. And America herself is going to become like a desolate wasteland. There will be nothing here and she will mourn as well. But even America and the earth itself who mourns and is heavy under the sins of men one day will be made into the garden of the Lord in the final days and it will be after all of this and it will be in the new heavens and new earth and it will be flowing with righteousness and beauty and hope and peace and joy for what man destroys God will restore and create anew man is not God and God is not man but God is determined to redeem man if he will allow God to do that because God gives you the choice. If you choose not to be redeemed, if you choose to be wicked, if you choose to murder and kill and rape and pillage, then you will die in your sins. And you will regret it the rest of your life because you will be sent to a place where the fire is never quenched and the worm dieth not. Isaiah 41 verses 18 and 20 I will open rivers and high places and fountains in the midst of the valley. I will make of the wilderness a pool of water and dry land springs of water. I will plant in the wilderness the cedar, the, the shittos tree, the myrtle, the oil tree, and I will sit in the desert, the fir tree, the pine, and the box tree together, that they may see and know and consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this. The Holy One of Israel has created it. If there's ever a time for you to understand what day and age we're in, that what is happening, it's today. Jeremiah 33, 11 through 13. The voice of joy and the voice of 
gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, the voice of them that say, Praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endureth forever, and of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, for I will cause the return to return the captivity of the land, as at the first, saith the Lord. He's going to bring it back. He's going to bring the people back, which he did. Now we're in another time, and he's going to do it again. Father, we thank you for this word. We ask that you would bless those that hear this whenever they do. We pray that you would comfort them and strengthen them and watch over them. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness. And that you would bind anybody from interfering to this broadcast whatsoever and bless those that hear it. In Jesus' name. Okay, Tower. Okay, here I am. Boy, that hour sure went fast. Yeah, it does go by fast. Yeah. These are good, Dana, and it, it gives us more hope in these days that we're living in, these perilous days. It does. We just need to stay focused on the Lord. Yep. And not by this stuff that's going on around us. It's sinking sand. It's temporary. It is. The wickedness is temporary and it's going to be put down. Yeah. Bless God for that. Well, you know, the hope too. You know, we've got hope in the Lord. We've got His Word of God. But we also have His Spirit who comforts us, who comforts us in all of our afflictions and tribulations. We're never alone. And the Lord made sure of that. And Israel will be saved, as Scripture says. For all of Israel shall be saved. And I believe that. Amen. And so America, I pray that in God's mercy, He will have mercy amidst His judgment. Yes, I pray that as well. Because if you leave it to man, they won't, they won't repent, Tower. <laughs> no, they won't. Man, some men don't want to repent. There's others that have a good heart, and they will repent. They will come to know the Lord. I mean, I repented. You repented. I know a lot of people that repented. But normally, and, you know, and there's a reason you repent, because there's the Spirit of God, the Word of God. There's the supernatural working of the Lord in your life. So I pray the Lord will release you from your bondage. You know, whenever you hear this broadcast, Amen. claim a release, claim, you know, deliverance. Because God is here not to send you to hell. He's here to rescue you. Amen. And so that's one of the things you need to remember. Uh, we're going to have to close okay. now. Our, so, vic so. our victory is in Christ. And so, thank you everybody for joining us. We love you. We pray for you. We hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Be safe. And always look to the Lord in all your situations. He will make a way. Good night, everybody. And don't forget to go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Don't forget my book, the Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Go on over to the Watchman Institute at danaglennsmith.com and uh, look for our shop there. You can get on just about any page and we'll have what the book looks like. Check it out. Get a copy. Read it. And then contact me and tell me what you thought. So take care of yourself and be blessed. Don't look to circumstances, look to the Lord. And if you don't know him, know him. Because he already knows you. He knows you need help. So seek the Lord, everybody. We are in perilous times. But there's still a God that can save and deliver today and heal. We don't live in evil. We live in the goodness of God. 
Until next time, take care of yourselves. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.